Welcome to Radiant in Real Life. I'm your host, Beth Medley, and we are a community of women focused on becoming radiant in life, leadership, and the pursuit of Jesus. I'm so excited you're here. <laughs> I've got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Woohoo! <laughs> so we're going to be talking about joy today, in case you didn't get that. <laughs> Um, I'm super excited to talk to y'all about joy. It's one of my very favorite things. And um, we have a couple topics that I want to kind of touch on when we start thinking about joy. One that might be like, okay, yeah, I've heard a thousand sermons about this. And others that I feel like maybe might be a little bit more nebulous or things that we don't really think about. So um, number one, you've probably heard a thousand sermons on how joy and happiness are not the same thing. Um, But I think it's really important for us to point out Joy actually is a fruit of the Spirit. Um, It's an attribute of the Spirit. So when we think about the fruit of the Spirit, um, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control, right? These are attributes of the fruit that is produced in us when we are growing in the Spirit, right? So that's how we can look at one another and point out and see, oh my goodness, like that's God working in you when we see those things in each other. So joy is one of those things. So if you feel like you really struggle with joy, there actually is probably like a spiritual thing going on. It's not just something that you're like, oh, that's not my personality. Now, joy can look different for different people, okay? Like, I am like a cartoon character. I love bright colors. I have a big personality. So it's easy for someone to look at me and be like, oh, she's joyful because I just am like, ah, you know, that's just kind of who I am. But someone who's really peaceful and like abiding in peace, um, we were cracking up. My operations manager, we're trying to come up with a good name for her because operations manager is not you know, it's kind of boring. (laughs) So we were trying to come up with names for her and I'm like operations ninja. And she was like, what about, uh, what was it? Director of serene operations. And I was like, oh my gosh, Alicia, that's so you (laughs) cracks me up because she is so full of like just peace and, and just walking into the room. Everybody just is like, ah, when Alicia walks into the room. It also helps that she brings her newborn baby with her most of the time, and we just love that. Resonance is our, uh, our intern this summer, and we, we love having him around. So even though joy might look very different for me and for Alicia, there's still um, this abiding sense of hope, I think, that comes along with people who are really joyful. There's... Um, there's laughter and there's smiling and it's just hope. Joy is light in so very many ways. Happiness is more along uh, the line of our circumstances, right? So our circumstances are going to dictate our feelings often and feelings are not a good thing or like we don't have good feelings and bad feelings. They're just neutral. Feelings are just something that happen to us because we're humans and they're really great markers to kind of give us clues as to what's happening with us. When we can identify a feeling of anger, typically anger is a secondary emotion. There's usually something else going on underneath it like resentment or um, or loss or abandonment. Those are things that present as anger, but 
we have to do a little bit more digging to find out what that is. And anger is not a bad emotion. Actually, it's really good. We need anger oftentimes to help us protect each other, protect ourselves. We need anger when something is unjust. Like we saw Jesus experience anger in the Bible. Anger is not bad. And even the Bible says just don't sin in your anger. So we just know that when we're feeling angry, it could be easy for us to sin. Just like when we're feeling sad, it could be easy for us to sin. When we're feeling happy even, it could be easy for us to sin. Feelings are not good or bad. They're just neutral. But happiness is definitely a feeling. And it's not something that I feel all the time when I'm doing things for the people that I love. It's not something I feel all the time, even when I'm doing things that I do love. When I'm working in my business or I'm meeting with a client, I don't always feel super happy, you know, but I do always have this underlying sense of hope and of joy because I know that there is going to be hope for the future, right? For that to be better. So that's really, um, I think a good, a good thing for us to remember is joy is not circumstantial. It can happen in the darkest of places in your life. Um, the other thing that I bring up a lot when we talk about joy is scripture tells us that the joy of the Lord is our strength. And that's one of those things that we hear a lot, but, functionally. I don't think we really know what that means. It's like, okay, the joy of the Lord. But if we're, if we have joy in the Lord, if we are delighting in the things that he is and delighting in who he says that we are, if we are working with him to create a life that he intends for us to have, to renew our mind to the point he intends us to renew it, then joy is going to naturally come and it literally gives us strength. What is that? I mean, that's crazy. Like physical strength actually does come from being in an environment of positivity and joy. I um, did a demonstration at my brunch back in June um, that really showed us that the environment that we're in, what people around us are thinking really does affect our body physically. It makes us physically weaker when the people around us are thinking negative things. And it makes us physically stronger when the people around us are thinking positive things. And so there's a, a somatic, like an in our body experience of the environment that we're in. And then there's also like a spiritual truth to that too. And a, a soul truth. Like if you are going through a really hard time and sometimes our souls just get downtrodden. Like it's like when you are hitting like wall after wall and you just can't seem to make things happen and you just feel totally stuck. If something can come along and steal your joy, it will steal your strength and you will not be able to make it through those hard seasons if you don't have joy. So all that being said, how can we really cultivate joy? Because I'm like, okay, you've got me convinced. I need joy in my life, right? But then how do we practically do that? I think that can be really tricky for us, especially in the society that we live in that's like go, go, go constantly. And I say this even, no, please no, anything that I talk about on this podcast, I am also talking to myself, okay? Like I struggle with this. I struggle with it because I have lived, I lived in hustle culture for a long time and my personality even and the lies that I have believed in the past 
tell me that I have to be productive to earn my worth, that I have to be doing something, that I have to be chasing a goal, that that is what makes me worthy. But I know that those things aren't true, right? Because I am worthy because God says that I am. And I can have joy because he says that I can. So when I'm wanting more joy in my life, really I'm saying I want more Holy Spirit in my life because joy is a fruit of the Spirit. So I want more Holy Spirit in my life, and I want to create room for things that are going to make me feel that joy. So the first tool in our little joy toolbox that we're going to pull out is gratitude. And I know that I have a podcast about gratitude, and you can go back and re-listen to it if it's something that you need to revisit. But we want to cultivate gratitude because gratitude is the soil in which joy grows. It absolutely is. If we are feeling like we've been slighted or we don't have enough or that we're constantly looking to the future, like, oh, well, when I get to X, then I'll be better. Or when I get to this, then I'll be better. Then, and you're not able to be okay in the here and now, you aren't going to be able to experience joy. Joy is a present emotion. It is, I mean, joy is not an emotion. Let me correct it. But joy is a present emotion. Thing. It's a present fruit. It's something you experience right now. Just like gratitude is something we experience right now. So gratitude is going to be one of those first things in our toolbox. Um, another thing in our toolbox, y'all, it's just having fun. Like, we don't make room for fun. I don't know about you, but I struggle with this a lot. Even um, saying yes to playing video ga- games with my little kids or uh, running around in this ridiculous 106 degree heat in, this, in Texas summer, you know, like, uh, yes, like turn on the sprinkler. I'm going to run through it with you. Those things, those fun things cultivate joy. Going out to dinner with your friends, going uh, going shopping, I had someone just tell me, brings them joy. So I, I want you to be able to think about those things that are fun in your life and know that fun is not frivolous. Fun is necessary. It is not like you need to earn fun. It's something that you need. It is productive for us to have fun, just like it is productive for us to rest. Fun is a form of rest for our souls. We have got to make room for it. So when I think of fun, I also think of laughter, which is another tool in our toolbox when we were thinking about how to cultivate more joy. Laughter is so ridiculously good for us, guys. Like on a physical level, on a mental level, it is crazy. If you just go Google some like laughter studies, it's incredible what happens in our bodies when we laugh, even when we fake laugh. Even if you're sitting in your car, and you're thinking about how the world is awful and everybody's out to get you, if you make yourself fake laugh, <laughs> okay, like <laughs> you're going to feel ridiculous, first of all, <laughs> and you laugh at yourself. But then this actually like it decreases cortisol levels in your body. That's your stress hormone. It increases your immune system and your killer T cells. Those all increase when we laugh more. And so I want you to be in a position where you laugh a lot. One of my business's core values is laugh in the dark because we can literally find even in the darkest of places stuff to laugh about. Laughing is such good medicine, y'all. That is scripture. And it's it's so funny because uh, yes, Reader's Digest took it and put it in their 
you know, magazine as part of their joke column, but it comes from scripture. Laughter is good medicine. So Solomon knew what he was talking about when he said that, like, it is good medicine. It's good for our souls. It's good for our bodies. So how can you find more ways to laugh? I don't know if that's like watching um, some comedians because man, there's some there's some really funny stuff out there. I'm not gonna lie. Um, is it you know cr- making creative content with your friends and laughing at each other with that? Like I know friend people that make TikToks that like oh my gosh they just die laughing. You know. Um, it's even laughing at yourself, guys. I went live on Facebook for the first time. Oh my gosh, I was so old. So I've been talking about all these ideas of like, maybe we get a clip from the grandma from Bluey and she like, whenever she answers the phone and she's FaceTiming with the kids, she's like, let me get my glasses. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's where I'm at. This is where we are now. <laughs> like, I was like, oh no, I'm still on Facebook Live. You should go watch it. It'll be a good laugh. Um, so I want you guys to know that, and like, even, even in deep grief, like even when you are in some of the darkest places in your life, laughter is so, so good for our souls. Like even in the darkest places, we can find things to laugh with the Lord about. Um, so I want you also to be thinking about doing things that might be out of the ordinary for you. Um, so ad- like tapping into that sense of adventure or learning new things, it's a great place to laugh, um, especially if you're doing it with people you love. Um, go roller skating, go ice skating, climb a mountain, you know, all these things that seem kind of like this is not serving me in any way, shape or form. Um, but it really, really is. You're building new neural pathways um, to God thoughts. So I want to know, what are your best tips and tricks for cultivating joy in your life? I want you to hop on over to my Instagram and leave a comment on, um, on, our, on our joy post um, because I want to know how you cultivate joy. Thank you for listening to our episode today. Hit that subscribe button and leave us a review. So I have one last question before you go. What are you going to radiate this week in your life, leadership, and your pursuit of Jesus?